the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. That's right, babies. There's nowhere I'd rather be than in this beautiful country of the United States of America. And I got to tell you, it's especially beautiful in San Diego today. Man, we've got some Chamber of Commerce weather, and I'm just super excited to uh, spend this time with you guys tonight because not only is the weather glorious, but so is some late breaking news from the New York Post today having to do with the IRS whistleblower. It is getting so yummy, so delicious. I cannot wait to see. Y'all know I was skeptical as to whether or not this story was actually going to grow legs and whether or not there might be some teeth to this. And Hunter Biden and others might actually be held accountable because one of the themes for tonight's Andrea K. show, it, and not intentionally so, just as part of breaking stories today is just a continuation of the fact that we've got two sets of laws in this country, one for the elites and one for the rest of us peasants. And the only way that that's going to not only stop growing, but actually be reversed and actually have a restoration of justice in this country is if we actually start having some elites being held accountable and that means prosecutions and that means time behind bars so we'll see where this goes we've got some interesting information to give you guys on that in the meantime while we got all this corruption going on in the u.s government guess what china's doing they're building up their military are we close to a world war is china literally prepping for war And is the fact that there were arrests made at a police department that China set up, China set up their own police departments here in the country, is that a part of the buildup to the war? We've got um, threat assessment expert John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat, who's going to be here to chat about that story and share with you guys everything you need to know. When it comes to anything related to foreign policy, I almost always try to bring in an expert because we really do need... Um, we need people who have spent decades studying this kind of stuff, not just do a fly by night, you know, you know, talker person like me sharing stuff out there. We had a launch today. SpaceX did their launch and it went boom, boom. It went crash and boom. And so I got some questions from a man here as to whether or not he would still be willing to go up in a space launch. And let me bring him in before we go any further. I'm talking about my brother. I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. Three, two, one, and <laughs> lift off here on the Andrea K Show. And the answer is still yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap about it a little bit later in the show um, because it was having some space shuttle Challenger vibes today. More than today. minor technical difficulties. <laughs> just, just a tad. And I know our buddy Bob Walters is on Fridays. He's like you. We'll probably like, go yeah, together. 
Yeah, yeah, y'all are crazy. Okay, I'll be. I'll go there. Boldly I'll go, go to the Andrea, Boldly go. Uh, here's how far. Here's where I will boldly go. I will go visit y'all at the launch pad. I will take Mondo selfies with y'all. I will wave goodbye to y'all as you head to get inside and and be be shot like like we'll a slingshot send you up into space. space. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are you seriously going to take that position after what you saw today? You know, unfortunately, I, I go back to not living in fear. It's always been a dream of mine. If they, you know. Uh, they will continue on and uh, stranger things have happened. Maybe it'll happen for me one day. All right. Well, we'll get into the deets because there is going to be future launches involving the public, involving people. So uh, maybe you could throw your hat in the ring. Um, okay. Let's get into the breaking news of the day. Potatoes in space. Report- okay, go on. Yeah. Pot- <laughs> potatoes in space. Are they fried? Are those fried they're always No, baked, fried, as long as they're cooked in <laughs> grease, Andrea. Well, they'll have to be air fried. Yes. Uh, up in space because I don't think I don't think anybody's heating some peanut oil Ooh, up to 360 degrees. Potatoes, yummy. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm wondering. I, I'm wondering if we're finally going to see some elites having to eat some blank. Uh, what is it? Blank and shingles on toast. Um, <laughs> is it? Isn't that one of the one of the foods you eat in prison? Something it's called like blank. That. It, it, the S word on in. in and shingles on toast. Um, I'm wondering if we're actually going to, if there's some some potential that we're going to see some elites in, in, in our U.S. government and the, poli- the pol- political class, I guess would be the word, are actually going to start being held accountable. We've got a whistleblower that's come forward. Everybody reported on that. I said I was skeptical because yesterday, because I said, if this whistleblower is coming forward saying that he's got evidence, he's hired an attorney, he was seeking protections, saying he had evidence that there, that not only that Hunter Biden committed crimes, but a high ranking government official had lied about it and they were covering up the crimes and they were going to not, um, prosecute Hunter Biden. I thought, and this, and the, U.S. attorney overseeing it was a guy named David Weiss, who was a Trump appointee. And I'm like, all right, we got a whistleblower. We had an FBI whistleblower come out and talk about how the FBI was violating people's constitutions left to right. And the Republican Party joined the Democrats to give them more funding. This is getting a little bit different. And we're going to play a clip from you guys in a moment with Congressman Biggs, which Skins and I heard today, even though it wasn't on our show. We found very interesting that and I agree with Biggs now you hear from him in a moment. I agree that this now has real potential because. This attorney, Mark Little, who wrote on behalf of the whistleblower, who was a longtime employee, um, that he wants to provide information to congressional leaders to, quote, contradict sworn testimony to Congress by a senior political appointee and also to detail preferential treatment in the criminal probe of the first son, the person that he's saying Con- uh, lied in sworn testimony to Congress is Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States of America. That would be this. This would be okay. We know that who was the guy? Who was the Eric Holder uh, was found in contempt of Congress. Um, but it, it, this could be huge. This could really have legs and go somewhere. 
because at some point they're only going to be, and that's why the whistleblowers come forward because it's like enough is enough. I'm going to speak for the whistleblower now. It's, this has the vibe of this guy's like enough is enough. We've got money laundering. We've got lying on gun applications. We've got tax fraud. We've got hiding taxes and non-payment. And just because Hunter Biden uh, borrowed money to pay a $202 million tax liability does not mitigate him or stop him from, from uh, it, 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 that's, not, that's not paying penance for crimes. Paying a, paying a money owed to the IRS doesn't necessarily, you can owe money to the IRS and not have committed a crime, right? Just for the same way, in, in the same manner that you could owe visa or something, right? You didn't pay your taxes. It doesn't mean what, what he's done here is committed all kinds of crimes in the course of it. And those crimes are tied to Joe Biden. And I think that this whistleblower's had enough because he saw Merrick Garland go and lie to Congress that David Weiss had full authority and had the ability to prosecute and file charges against Hunter Biden, which isn't true. Garland is, and this is according, you can read all this. I don't have time to get into all of it tonight, but you can read all of this in the New York Post article tonight. Garland had repeatedly claimed under oath that Delaware U.S. Attorney uh, Weiss, Trump's appointee, is able to criminally charge Hunter Biden without the permission of other Justice Department leaders, even though Republicans have been challenging the uh, factual accuracy of that claim. Now, I don't I, I don't know the machinations between why a U.S. attorney can file charges against who and when and how that all works and congressional authority because it involves certain people. I don't know how that works, but evidently. Uh, in April 2022, he told uh, Garland told Senator Bill Haggerty, quote, there will not be interference of any political uh, uh, of any political or improper kind. Uh, Garland said of Weiss, he is the supervisor of this investigation. We put the investigation in the hands of a Trump appointee appointee for the from the previous administration. And that in and of itself made me question this Weiss guy, because why would Garland? This is what I was saying last night. Why would Garland? This guy must be in the tank. It must be a bad choice by Trump. Um, because otherwise he would have filed charges by now, right? Well, this answers that question for me. I, uh, you know, I don't know why Weiss hasn't spoken up, but basically the bottom line here is that, that he hasn't given Weiss the authority. He goes, uh, he, but he said it in front of Congress, we put the investigation in the hands of a Trump appointee. You have me as the attorney general who is committed to the independence of the Justice Department from any influence. In March, he told Chuck Grassley, um, because uh, Chuck Grassley pressed Garland over whether Weiss was truly able to bring charges without the approv- approval of Justice Department officials um, if the alleged crime occurred outside Delaware. So I guess that's, I guess I'm connecting the dots here. If you've got a U.S. attorney in Delaware who has uncovered and been placed in, in charge of an investigation for crimes that were committed outside of Delaware, can he press those charges or does he have to go to the DOJ and say, look, this is outside my jurisdiction? So that seems to me like this is the game that Garland's been playing. Um, and now Haggerty is saying, you know, you you testified that the Hunter Biden investigation was insulated because it had been assigned, but that could be misleading. So um, that's a little bit of the nits behind the lies that he supposedly has told to Congress. And um, 
Here's also what the what Mayor Garland, had, Garland has said. The U.S. attorney in Delaware has been advised he has full authority to make those kinds of referrals that you were talking about or to bring cases in other jurisdictions if he feels it's necessary. And I will assure that if he does, he will be able to do that. Um, and then he was pressed on that. So evidently, these are um, some of the things that would be that would be lie. It may sound a little like what's the big deal. But no, that's lies. Facing up to 20 years in jail for this. And now now I think, Skins, when we were listening to this clip earlier from Congressman Biggs, it kind of explains a little bit as to um, why he said he had to be more careful about this situation because of where it might possibly lead. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to share that clip with you as well as Corrine Jean-Pierre, formerly Mophead, but she's kind of gotten a, gotten, a hair, a, gotten her hair did, and it's not quite so moppish. i got to come up with a new, a new nickname for her. <laughs> Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show on the way. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Hey, if y'all want to be a part of the show, lots of different ways for y'all to do so. I am not streaming live on Facebook, um, but there are peeps commenting there on my Facebook post where I said I wasn't going to be doing Facebook Live tonight. So follow me on all the socials at Andrea K. You can email me at andreakshow.com, and our call-in number is 888-344-1170. Um, I'm, I, I want to play this clip. We were talking about uh, before the break, breaking news about we not just have the IRS, IRS whistleblower that's come forward, but we now know who the senior uh, political appointee that he, he referenced through his attorney that lied before Congress in order to cover up and, and fail to prosecute Hunter Biden. And that is Attorney General Merrick Garland. And let me tell you, if we have documented proof that the top law enforcement officer of the land, because the attorney general lawyers are officers of the court, because it is the Department of Justice for which brings justice for crimes in this country, right? As and, and crimes and civil cases and, and, you know, keeps the wheels of justice turning and the FBI and all that come under him. If he is has been involved and directly trying to cover up crimes committed, by any citizen, especially the son of a sitting president and, and, and how it connects to this sitting president when he was vice president, cooking up deals and peddling influence out of the vice, office of the vice presidency and using the U.S. government to enrich themselves. And he's obstructing justice. He needs to not only lose his law license. That's, that's treasonous, in my opinion. To me, it doesn't get any more serious than that. So serious that Andy Biggs, when he was doing an interview with Benny Johnson, didn't do his usual. Y'all know when he's on my show almost weekly or every other week, y'all know that he he literally will just say he, he, it not not that he doesn't have a filter, but he's usually willing to go there at, to a place where other Republicans are not. And when he when but he was very careful uh, in his interview with Benny Johnson. And here's what he had to say. Clip seven. So the Wall Street Journal, I can say it. You don't have to. You you know you have an obligation, obviously, to your committee, and you must be careful. And it's very interesting to see you speak in this manner, Congressman, because you've been a friend of the show, and you often come on here with a flamethrower. But you are being very careful about this because yeah. you've like the flamethrower has been put down because now this is the real rubber hitting the road. No, that's exactly that's exactly right. 
We want this. I'm glad this whistleblower is going to, to both sides of the aisle so we can say, look, both sides are getting access to this. Because the reality is, and this is why I'm a little bit more guarded than usual, is I don't want to be accused of prejudicing an investigation that I think has really got deep and profound ramifications on the direction of this country. And, and we have a long ways to go to clean it up, Benny, and a lot, of more, a lot more investigation to do. But I'm really convinced that what we're seeing here is it's taken us a while to get to it. I think it's going to take us a while longer to get through it. But I think we've got, we've got a Biden crime family. But I, it doesn't stop there. I think it's going to spill over to other, other people uh, as well. And I think you're going to see people come in and try to cover this thing up. And, and try to destroy documents. And that's why this whistleblower coming forward is so critical because we whistle, whistleblower and his attorney uh, has been very cautious because the attorney understands, I think, also the ramifications and also the danger that his client is in uh, from the what I would call institutional uniparty Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Wow. Skins. He's saying that this is this is bigger than Hunter Biden. This yes, we've got the Biden crime family, but this is bigger than that, and it's going to extend outward. My head's That's a spinning. pretty big claim. That's a big claim, and 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 look, if there's anybody that I trust in D.C. to be honest, oh, it's, it's Andy Biggs. It's Andy Biggs. I mean, sometimes he's, Andrew and, on these tough issues, he's standing out there alone. Yeah, and Benny Johnson is right. I mean, he's as much a flamethrower as I am. And he's like, look, and, and, and the fact, and, and he's also very smart. And, and he's like, I'm glad that this is, that, um, that this is being shown. It's unlike when, when there's whistleblowers from the left, right? Phony ones like Colonel Chow Thief, uh, Vinman and Eric Chimarella, where they don't disclose the information to the Republican party. I mean, we, you know, half the, half the crap that, that was supposedly involved with the Ukrainian whistleblower impeachment thing, the Republicans weren't even given access to a lot of the information if i recall that's been been a few years ago now but i think it's very wise that this is going to both parties um because the democrats can't try to spin it they can't try to spin the information and and for for congressman biggs to say that this has potential ramifications for the united states of america this is huge and for him to say that that whistleblower needs security and that his life is in danger. Did I hear that right? You heard it correctly. This is huge. The, I, I now have for the first time in a long time. And, and one of the things he said is also about people covering it up. He's concerned about destruction of documents. Um, I don't have, I, we do have a uniparty system. Congressman Biggs is absolutely correct. And there, and there are as many Republicans as there are Democrats that would happily join in the destruction of those documents to participate in the cover up because of the ramifications. Because, you know, um, there's, they're, they're kind of all in it, in on it together. I don't know why Congressman Biggs is as honest as he is. I don't know how he's managed to not get he cares. into the swamp. Yeah, there are some that out there that do. But the majority of them get there, they get into D.C., and they get their, you know, it, you know their AOC bartender making $19,000 a year, and then within a couple of years, they're worth $25 million. 
And that's, you know, the situation. And they and money drives it all. I mean, the the Republican Party right now has backed off and has started. At, this was a few days ago. I'm just going to use this as, as an example. How it's all about power and money. Um, as the average American was so upset over the Bud Light um, and, advertisement of pushing a man as a woman and the average American did damage to Bud Light and but Anheuser. I said that right, right? Anheuser Bush. You said it right yeah, this an- time, girl. Yeah, I did write that uh, to the tune of did damage to an- Anheuser Bush to the tune of six billion dollars damage to their market cap. The Republican Party, the GOP Party, came out and asked to pull back off the boycott because of one of the Republican Party's biggest donors. Is, is all in on uh, the LBGTQ plus movement. So, um, so it w- remains to be seen as to whether or not, I, I absolutely believe Congressman Biggs, where, when he says this has huge, but this would, this has huge ramifications for the U.S. And I also, uh, 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 I believe him when he says we've got a long way to go and people will be trying to cover it up. If, the truth gets out there if we can if the people involved in this investigation uh, who truly care about this country like congressman biggs if they can get out ahead of the obstruction if they can get out ahead of the cover-up and get enough information to the american people we might be able to save this country that is key and it must be done it must be done i think and i think we all need to pray about it i legitimately think that this could be the situation that turns this country around you know andrea i'll just say it on the air what we need to do on this issue alone is get biggs on the show next week and talk about this yeah for sure well he may you know he may be as cagey with us as he is with benny johnson but even if he just repeats you know an update well, that's what I the republican really- party doesn't do they they're not they don't do repetition right oh you that's a good point yeah, we Another need to Another reason why they lose. Absolutely. We need to we need to all be in unison that um we've uh, you know uh, with the talking points that we have a high level IRS official who has claimed that is claiming that Merrick Garland has lied to Congress because while well, he's pretending that this investigation is unencumbered from political um uh, uh, motives that it's a lie. And that the, and that there's ramifications beyond just the Biden crime family and ramifications for the United States of America. If, if the entire Republican party did, in fact, if they did a major press conference together, if all the Republicans gathered on the, on the steps of, of Congress to do a press conference to say what Andy Biggs just said, that would be huge. Make sure it's covered by all the by all the legacy media. If they all gathered on the steps of Congress like they did after nine eleven, the the legacy media would have to cover it. They would have no choice. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to switch gears because another threat that we have facing this country, uh, outside of our own internal threat, which is the U.S. Cor- corruption, it's the Chinese Communist Party. John Guandola will be here from understanding the threat to discuss the situation of the Chinese Communist Party setting up police stations inside the U.S. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Joining me now is one of my favorite guests of all time, and I always... 
lean on him whenever whenever there's anything not just foreign affairs and foreign policy related, but when it's related foreign policy specific to threats that we face. Of course, y'all know I'm talking about John Guandolo, president and founder of Understanding the Threat. He's also written a bunch of books y'all need to be reading, like books about Sharia. <clears throat> Excuse me, I ate a little cookie during a break and I got a crumb in my throat. <clears throat> my threat I'm facing right now is cookie crumbs. Breaking news. <laughs> Y'all know I can't go an hour or two without a snack. Anyway, um, so I reached out this morning, and John Guandolo was so busy flying around the country, meeting with local leaders and, and people in communities to try to help them understand the threats that they face and how to fight against it. And so I always cross my finger, Skins, and I do when we put out a request to have him on the show, because it's always an honor to have him. And his schedule is so tight, and he joins me now. Hey, John Guandolo, thank you for being back with us. Thank you very much for having me. It's always great. Okay, so um, I I reached out because uh, there was a story that broke a couple days ago, and I hadn't covered it because I'm not a foreign policy expert. I'm not really an expert on on much uh, except my own opinions, (laughs) Um, but um, particularly when it comes to uh, foreign policy and the Chinese Communist Party. So I see the other day, I had heard a while back, that the Chinese uh, Communist Party, the CCP, had set up police stations around the country. And I was like, it, did they really? I mean, we're allowing our, a, an enemy to set up shop with their own police departments. Well, sure enough, they are, John Guandolo. And a couple people were arrested. So I had to bring you on. They were operating a police station in the middle of New York City, in the middle of Gotham, John Guandolo. Your, your uh, reaction? Well, I think uh, for your listeners, what What I believe the greatest takeaway from this is it confirms not only the the level of Chinese operations in the country that certainly we at Understanding the Threat and others have reported on, but the brazenness with which they've been acting and how Mm -hmm. broad these efforts are. If you read, and I would encourage your, your listeners to take the time you can find it online, read the FBI affidavit on this case. And what you see is these aren't just, first of all, the guys that are arrested are agents of the Communist Party in China working for the Chinese government directly. That's in the affidavit. That's, wow. a, that's a statement of fact. So these aren't just two wahoos. They're working on behalf of the Chinese government. They've been here for years doing a whole bunch of stuff. This is just one of the things they're doing. The influence operations, I mean, they work just as a quick, maybe a five to 10 second summary of how Chinese intel works at the top of the communist, the communist Chinese, you know, the Chinese Communist Party is the United Work Front. And that department handles all kinds of stuff, both uh, I mean, it's just got everything that has to do with going into other countries, their uh, education, uh, the grounds of BLM falls under uh, the United Work Front, the BLM, Liberation Road here in the United States, the uh, Chinese Progressive Association. That all is directed out of the same place that directed these two guys. So when we look at things like Black Lives Matter, Chinese Progressive Association, Liberation Road, as arms of the this stuff, 
this is all falls under the department that these guys, the affidavit says these guys were working under the United work front. That is the biggest, uh, operation under the communist Chinese government that's doing stuff overseas. And we could go into great detail, but to me, yes, of course, it's incredible that we would even let these guys still be here. The question is they've been here for over 10 years. Wow. Why, ha- why is it we wait until the public has to say, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't allow op- people operating on behalf of the communist Chinese government to surveil U.S. citizens or even Chinese who are nationalists who are here on work visas or whatever and, and go after them and yank them back to China. I mean, it's unbelievable. The it is. And, is and, and China... Yeah, and, and China's response, excuse me for interrupting, their response was, oh, we were just helping them get their DM, their driver's license renewed. And I thought to myself, who came up with that that excuse? Our own government? Corrine Jean-Pierre? Our own government has known that they were here operating. They've known, right. and, 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 you know, and, and, you know, to think, Oh my gosh, that it's so stunning to me as, you know, my, you know that I, I've told you before that I'm the daughter of two Marines. I come from a long line of military people. I was raised, I was, you know, I was practically, you know, my crib was practically draped in, you know, you know, um, the flag and an eagle globe and anchor. And to think that we now are, the United States of America allows a Chinese uh, you know, a uh, communist party to operate within within our borders. It's oppressive to its people and and spying on American citizens. And we just let a balloon come and hang out over our military installations in real time, sending our military intelligence and data back to China is just uh, beyond words for me. Right, right. And we know as a part of the uh, as a part of the affidavit, we know that they have something uh, similar. Uh, happening in New York, we know that as a as a matter of fact, these two guys are two guys uh, again, same two guys that set up the police station. Uh, are were responsible for cracking down on members of Falun Gong, which is a religious movement out of uh, of China. Uh, it's it's F A L U N, two words Falun Gong, and. They crack down on them wherever they are because they protest the uh, the Chinese government. So even here in the United States, these two guys, part of what they were doing was operating against U.S. citizens who were part of Falun Gong, who had originally come from China. I mean, but this has been going on for years. And the the point to be made, I think, I'm glad the FBI did this, but. The, the, your listeners need to understand, and I'm actually getting ready to, to put out a report that deals with a little different aspect, but, but in the report, mentioning that, you know, the U.S. has no functional counterintelligence apparatus. We have it. We have people who will tell you they're counterintelligence officers. Some of them are very good. But as far as a, a, a using these individuals who might be very talented in a coordinated strategic way to actually dismantle hostile attacks from hostile countries like China. It's completely ineffective. 
because there is. Well, I don't know. Excuse me for interrupting. I don't know if it's ineffective. John John Guandolo's background, by the way, we're talking to John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat. It involves the FBI. I don't know if 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 it's. Um, it, it, I think you just said that it was ineffective. I just think it's been used for the wrong uh, terrorist movement. We've got the we've got now the counterterrorism unit and FBI is set up to go after parents who speak at school board meetings. You know, I don't know if That's you've been right. following the the Gretchen Whitmer fednapping plot that went on, and they had another fednapping plot they were going to pull the trigger on with Glenn Youngkin. We know how many of the feds were involved in, in the Jan 6 uh, fedsurrection. And, you know, so, and we also know, I just finished watching the Netflix thing on um the, the Boston bombing. And I could have just reached through the TV and grabbed that FBI special agent in charge in Boston by the neck because the police commissioner called him out for the fact that they had been warned about these Sarnayev brothers and ignored it. And I had never heard the extent of the warning that the FBI was given about them until this Netflix special. So we've got talented people, um, but they've been told to not look where the real threats are and to focus on American citizens. That's my take on it. And not to mention the fact that these two officials, that, uh, these uh, com- communist dudes that were charged, are only looking at five years in prison. Supposedly, there's other 40 um, people that they're looking at. And, and it's like, because it, it's, it's got to be more than just these two dudes. That's right. And this is a war. And you can't win a war in the courtroom. You know, Andrew McCarthy, the former chief uh, terrorism prosecutor in New York, in the Southern District of New York, said you cannot win this war. This is a war. And whether we're talking about communist China, the U.S. communist movement, the global Islamic movement, the jihadis, you can't simply win it. Yes, you need to prosecute things in the court, but you have to actually win the war, and I agree with you. The current uh, U.S. leadership doesn't want to win the war because they are a part of the effort to bring down the country. And that is the point Americans are having a hard time wrapping their heads around. But that's where we are. And we're going to see this start to cascade downward pretty quickly, I believe, in the next several months. But this is just an indicator. This case is an indicator of how ineffective our government agencies are against real threats. And as you mentioned, instead of focusing on the real threats, a significant jihadi network here in the United States, a significant communist network, they're focused on Christian patriots because the mm-hmm. president has said that's the target. The attorney general said that the target. The FBI says indicators that you're a militant, violent extremist, including people that use Thomas Jefferson quotes, quotes from the Bill of Rights, people who fly a Betsy Ross flag and fly the Gadsden flag. We're going after Catholics and church. We are targeting uh, tradition people that believe in the traditional Catholic faith. Those are on the list. That's right out of FBI documents. So we have, yeah. we are now and living they, and they in buy, a they, Stalinist they, yeah, state. They try- they tried to lie about that, though. They 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 lied and said that the FBI um, that oh that was just some rogue person put that in an email that they were going to go into churches and you know uh, and 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 then uh, Jim Jordan got the evidence that that had actually been underway. So excuse me again for interrupting, but I didn't want to I didn't want to miss that. So you go around to communities and you help them you help them assess the threats. I mean, can you can can you help communities and making sure looking around 
around. I don't believe it's just this one New York City with just these two dudes. We've got it. We probably have this kind of crap happening here in San Diego. These these Chinese police stations. And um, we probably have, you know, um, churches all over the country that that have maybe some spies in it. I mean, how how does understanding the threat help communities figure all this out? Well, a big part of what we do, that's a great question. I appreciate you asking it. A big part of what we do is first we educate them on who the enemy is, what they're doing, and how they do it. So there are still a lot of Americans that we end a lot of police that we teach who do not know that Black Lives Matter isn't a civil rights organization that got, you know, polluted with some bad people. We show them, look, this this was never a civil rights organization. Mm-hmm. This was always created by the Chinese Communist Party. That's that's where this was, and we show them that. And once you know that, and you see what they're doing, and you see that literally BLM and their very close inner circle, like the Chinese Progressive Association, Asians for Black Lives, these are working directly with Communist Party officials in the consulate in San Francisco. Oh, wow! That's, so this is a, this is such a massive thing. So when we talk about gee, the FBI arrested two guys for starting a police station. Well, that's nice, but it's not even a drop in the bucket for the other stuff that's going on. And worse, that these organizations are directly working with Hamas, Muslim Brotherhood, uh, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, inside the United States, certainly the Muslim Brotherhood Hamas network inside the United States. And so their, their joint efforts are operating seamlessly. That's why we train communities at the local level. How do you find these people in these organizations? And then how do you lawfully flush them out of your community or at least render them much less effective? That's for citizens. Now, if police, like if a sheriff decides he's going to get his department trained and the citizens are trained, man, they can whoop up on the bad guys and they can really fortify their county. But without that, citizens have got to take the action. And what we're seeing in counties around the country we've trained, um, they've been able to do amazing things and change the leadership of their county, change the direction of their county, take people that are funding this garbage and say, you're not welcome here. They're able to take legal actions. They're able to take all kinds of actions. There are all kinds of ways to do it. We show them how to do it. And we believe if there was a better way to deal with these issues, we'd be doing it. But there's no real positive effort happening at the federal level. And I don't think there's going to be for this foreseeable future. Right. We had a caller at the end of the show last night. She calls in on a regular basis, Francisca, and she actually immigrated here legally, became a U.S. citizen. And um, she said that people got to get active at the local level. Can't just sit around and complain was the bottom line message. And that's why I asked you that question, because we, if you if you care about this country, you got to start getting active. And the change and we'll, it, it, it's great that there's this investigation, the whistleblower. I like, I, you know, I talked a lot about, you know, that situation. Uh, at the open of the show, and that's great. And it, but we still have to be active and do the work at the local level to save our nation. And your organization helps with that. Tell everybody how to find you. Well, I encourage people. Please go to understandingthethreat.com. Understandingthethreat.com. 
click on our Into Action training. It's a two-day training program. Bring us to your community. And uh, that, from our perspective, is the best thing you can do. We're the only ones in the country doing it. We're the only ones in the West doing it. We've had community or communities around the country that are taking action and taking back their communities because of it. Understandingthethreat.com. John Guandolo, thank you for being here. Appreciate you. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate it. God bless you. You too. All right, you guys stay tuned. When we come back, so Chicago decided to get rid of Lori Lightfoot because of crime, and guess who they voted in instead? (laughs) Can't make this stuff up. Stay tuned. AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I talked so long with John Guandolo, I don't have time to get into this Chicago mayor-elect story. So we'll save that to next hour because I know y'all going to stick around with me. Let's talk for a couple minutes about the hysteria going on over Twitter that today the legacy blue checks are losing their blue checks. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I don't even know if you remember what the blue checks were over at Twitter, Skins. Verified accounts. Verified accounts. And it started out initially that that way um, it would be hard for people to do fake accounts in the name of a celebrity or an elected official, right? That the person would be verified. You can't just go and pretend that you're Congressman Biggs. And then it became to where Twitter was choosing high profile accounts, like who were the important people. Like this is somebody that you can trust for your information. And that's when I was like, I never, I refused. I never asked to be verified by Twitter because I thought that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, I choose who who I trust for my information. Hey, I don't need to be verified by Twitter. I'm verified right. by the Andrew Acacia. Right. I'm good to go. And I don't need, right, thank you. And I don't need anybody to tell me who I should trust. Don't be validating for me who's important and who's information. It was just too, 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 too far left for me. But it became a big bragging point for so many conservatives. And then it was so off-putting to me. Um, and so Twitter's changed it to where now, uh, verification is you verify your identity. And for, for $8 a month, everybody gets verified. And so it's about verify, verifying identity. It's not about who's important and who's not. And I, I think that's a good. I am not for social media. Well, it's not paying for social media. You don't have to pay for it to be on it. Now, what you pay for um, to get the blue check is they verify who you are, and with the blue check, you get um, you get things like you get you get a bunch of things with it, like fewer ads and stuff. But and because they, I mean, shouldn't they just verify who you are anyway? That should just be part of the deal. Well, some people don't want to give their phone number or give their information. We can talk more about it on the other side of the break but what's what's happening is well well, y'all stay tuned let's continue this conversation on the other side of the uh, on the other side of the break stay tuned it's the andrew k show three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's Dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.